We know who should go to the All-Star game, but do you? Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, <clears throat> and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and as always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Nick Zararis. Nick, how are you? I'm very excited. We're getting to the fun part of the calendar now. Heck yeah. And before we uh, dive into all the good stuff, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. We're going to be talking about the All-Star game and the All-Star break today because there's something so fun about it. And especially when you look at years like when John Scott was uh, elected, uh, sent to the All-Star game and just kind of who is it for? Are we sure, you know, right decisions are made and all that. But make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And Nick, there was some discourse on Twitter last night about I mean, who should go. There's no, this is wholly subjective. And the NHL doesn't always pick the best player from every team. That's not, because when they did only fan voting, it got too silly. So the NHL took that away from us. <laughs> they don't always send the best player. They don't always send the most interesting player. The NHL picks people for very specific reasons. I mean, more likely than not, and we're, we'll talk about this in a minute, but like they're going to want to send Ovechkin. Ovechkin hasn't been the Capitals' best player this year, but they're, the NHL is going to be like, Ovi, will you go? And he'll say, <coughs> I'm sick, and he'll get suspended one game, and the Capitals will send someone else. But I think for the most part, the ideas the league has are right. You can't not have one person from every team. You can't do that because that alienates fan bases. It tells them their team doesn't matter. So that's a non-starter. I understand that some people are like, well, some teams deserve to have more. You're right. There are teams that deserve to have three, four, even five. And every year there's, in this format at least, and we've been doing this format eight years now, six years now, so somewhere in that ballpark. We've been doing three-on-three three for where the rosters really got pared down because, as everyone remembers, it was a normal five-on-five five game, and we did send a ton of people, and the draft would take two hours where every single player <laughs> would get picked, and there was a little bit of fun to that, and the NHL needs to bring, lean into that, and have the dynamic personalities. So let's start rattling through them because there are a lot of teams to talk about. So in alphabetical order, I think the... I. I think the easiest way to do this is just, you know, two or three people per team and just keep moving. Cause like we said, there's no right, wrong, there's no really right, wrong answer here. It's wholly subjective. I think the NHL is probably going to want to bring Trevor Zegers, even though he's only played like 15 games this year. I think they should take Mason McTavish, but that's really it for me. Those are really the only two guys I could see going for the Ducks. Yeah, I would say definitely say Zegers. That just feels like the obvious choice because he does have that entertainment factor to him. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. For for the Coyotes, I think it's Clayton Keller by default. 
Like mm-hmm. there are other people on that team that are good. Like Nick Schmaltz is having a pretty strong season for them. Matias McKelly is having a pretty solid second season. But I think Clayton Keller is their most recognizable player and frankly, their best player. Yeah. Feels like an obvious choice. Yeah, for the most part, they are pretty obvious. For the Bruins, I have down Posternock, but if you wanted to say Jeremy Swayman, if you wanted to say someone else, I'd I'd be fine with that. But I think Posternock is far and away their best player, and he he leans into like what you said about Zegers, where he he enjoys being flamboyant. He enjoys the fun of it. So I think that's definitely the type of player you want to highlight on an All-Star weekend. Yeah, I would say Pasta or Marchand, just because, again, you get that – He's a pest. He has a yes. reputation, and you know that he's going to lean into that as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For Buffalo, uh, I have Owen Power, but you could say Dalene too. Either of those guys is fine with me. They're both having really strong seasons. Um, I would agree with that, and then maybe Jeff Skinner, just because yeah. he, again, fun guy. Yeah, for sure. Jeff Skinner, uh, he's in on the bit. He understands. He understands. Uh, the Hurricanes, you could say Svechnikov, but I. Either him or Aho would be fine with me. I have Aho down on my list, but him or Svechnikov is fine. Yeah, I'd say those two as well. Yeah, I mean, Aho's gone a few times, and Svechnikov, I believe, has gone once. So I, I, more likely than not, they probably only end up with one, so one of those two. Columbus, I think there's a real chance the NHL takes Fantilli, even though I think Zach Wierenski deserves to go. Uh, mm-hmm. Zach missed all of last season with that knee injury. He got hurt like the first month of the season yeah. and missed all of last year. He's bounced back nicely and having a pretty strong season for them. But him or, um, yeah, Zach Wierenski or Adam Fantilli, I will be trying my best to get Cole Sillinger in there on the fan boat, though. Yeah, 100%. Completely agree there. And I mean, for recognition, uh, name recognition, I would say Gaudreau too, but it's all about the young guys. So No, it could definitely be Gaudreau. The NHL very easily could take Gaudreau. Uh, For the Flames, we talked about it briefly yesterday, but I said Uyghur. I think, like you said, the NHL probably does take Kadri. Yeah, I think they'll uh, plop him back there, especially with it being in Toronto. Yeah, that's another. I, I didn't consider that as far as the narratives. That's a good point. Uh, Chicago's easy. They're going to take Bedard. There's no yeah. that we don't need to dwell on that in the slightest. He's the only player deserving to go, and he's an obvious choice. Uh, Colorado, uh, you could say McKinnon or McCarr. I think both will end up going. There's a good chance Rantanen goes as well. So mm-hmm. Colorado definitely gets at least two guys in, if not three, because they could sneak Georgiev in there too. Yeah, I would have to say those, again, there are certain teams that absolutely have those obvious picks, and Colorado is one of them. Yeah, that's an easy one. Dallas, same boat. Uh, it could be Jason Robertson, could be uh, Mira, um, Jason Robertson or um, Rupe Hintz. I wrote down Heiskanen just because trying to get a split of forwards and defensemen, but any of those three guys could go, and it would make sense. They're all having good seasons. Yeah, I definitely agree. Could even be Duchesne. Duchesne's having a great season for them, who's kind of out of nowhere, too. But I, I uh, in, in the old days, Dallas would get four or five guys because of the season they've had. But in this environment, they probably will get two. Probably Robertson and Heiskanen. Uh, moving on to Detroit, I put down Debrinket. It could be Dylan Larkin. It could be Mo Sider. But Debrinket's been their best player this year. New team and a new market. I know Larkin kind of Larkin still has the fastest skater thing. So that probably gets him in the door to do that. But I think Debrinket deserves to go. Yeah, I'd have to say Debrinket. Same reasons. Yeah. yeah. 
Oilers, McDavid, Dreisaitl will probably get to go too. They might be able to sneak Evan Bouchard in there as well. So maybe that's a team that definitely gets two, if not three. Uh, Florida, same boat. Uh, I put down Barkov. Matthew Kachuk probably gets a good to go as well for the, the reasons mm-hmm. we talked about where he leans into the bit. He's, you know, he's self-aware. He enjoys the theatrics, the showmanship that comes along with the game. So I imagine Kachuk goes, but him and Barkov both deserve to go in my opinion. Yeah, I, again, completely agree. I think Kachuk, again, you just get that entertainment factor with him as well. Exactly. And multi-purpose. Yes, and they'll probably end up bringing Brady too, and you can do brother stuff, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, where they were both on the same team last year and they won and that was fun. Uh, for LA, I have Fiala. It could be Kempe. It could be Dowdy. I know they've sent Dowdy a few times. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kempe has represented them. Fiala went, I want to say, two years ago, his first year in LA. But I think Fiala deserves to go. He's, you know, perennial 35-goal guy. Uh, mm-hmm. You could send Kopitar, too. The Kings have a number of guys. You could send Cam Talbot, even, who's had a really strong yeah. season for them. The Kings have a lot of candidates. Nobody really pulling away from that group. But, you know, four or five guys that all have real claims that they should be the rep. Yeah, I I would really say Kopitar, too, especially because yeah. he's getting older and he kind of just, you know, got to get those last few milestones in there for him. For sure, for sure. All right, uh, let's get him one more before we take our little break. Uh, for the Wild, this one is a little cont- – I put down Brock Faber. He deserves yeah. to go. He's been their best player this year, and Kaprizov got hurt yesterday, so you don't know if or when he'll be back, if he'll be back in time for the All-Star game. They're missing a number of key players. He's been their best player. I think this is very obvious. Yeah, I think that you know even if Kaprizov was available, probably still set in favor. He deserves to go highlight the young guys, you know, lean into that, make this like, make this a desirable thing where like, sure. Once you're old and jaded, like Ovechkin and Crosby, (laughs) you don't want to go anymore, but you know, make it where the young guys want to go in their first few years in the league because they have so much fun because they get to see all the other dudes from around the league. Yeah. And coming up next, we will continue down our road of the all-star break and weekend and shenanigans but before we do that we are going to take a quick break here and talk to you about one of our favorite sponsors and that would be sleeper regardless of where the flames are in the current standings i want to remind you that you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the locked on nhl network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contests Uh, all you have to do is pick weather studs like mcdavid bedard ovechkin uh will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals assists saves plus minus and more in a given game to win 100 times your bet on sleeper you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you will get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKDOWNNHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Thanks everyone for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Flames. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're getting your podcast and on YouTube. Sound off in the comments who you wouldn't send. Not for the flames because we all know. 
Uh, yeah. Are we going to continue through this list? Yeah, let's power through. Okay. Uh, Montreal, I have Nick Suzuki. You could do Caulfield as well. Either of them would be fine. They're both having pretty strong seasons, and they fit the narrative we're trying to build of young, exciting players mm -hmm. to kind of get them in front of a bigger audience. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know who's healthy on that team right now, so it's going to come down it's going to be a game time decision so but those two are feel like a good choice uh for the devils jack hughes uh same reason we've been saying for all the other young american guys uh marketable leans into the bit a little bit uh when it was in vegas a few years ago him and zegris did all the bells and whistles and the yeah. and the craziest shot contest thing so i think he definitely fits and the rest of their, their good players are kind of dinged up like timo meyer's been having a very miserable season because he's been hurt dougie hamilton's been out since mid-november nico he sure missed quite a bit of time so i think jack hughes definitely goes yeah Jack Hughes. I mean, I don't think Luke Hughes is the obvious choice there either, but I feel like maybe with the fan vote, they might get him. That's a possibility. That's definitely within the realm of possibility. Same kind of deal with Nashville. Uh, I said Yossi Saros. It could be Roman Yossi. They need goalies, though, so that helps. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, if you're one of the teams where you have a good goalie, you get your guy in in this format and... Saros fits the bill. He's one of the best goalies of the last five years, and he's having another solid, solid season. Yeah, I'd say those two and maybe Forsberg. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, for the Islanders, I have Noah Dobson. It could be Bo Horvat. It could be Barzell. I figured pick a defenseman because there are so many forwards on this list, but it could be any of them, really. I know the Islanders have politicked their way around sending certain guys in years past where they've intentionally sent someone else because someone didn't want to go. Like the year Brock Nelson went, they wanted to send Barzell, but Barzell didn't want to go, so they sent Brock Nelson, that kind of thing. So I, I could see a world where it ends up being Noah Dobson, who Dobson deserves to go. He's having a really strong this is easily his best season as a pro. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, you know, Lou Lamorello gets what he wants. So regardless. Yes, that's very true. For the Rangers, I have Panarin. Fox missed a number of weeks. Shesterkin missed a little bit of time in there as well. Uh, maybe the Rangers can sneak someone else in in the fan vote. But I think Panarin far and away for sure. Yeah, I, I'd say him as well. I think. That's just, again, another obvious choice. Yeah. Uh, for the Senators, I have Jacob Chikrin. He's been their best player this year. I think it's going to end up being Brady Kachuk or Tim Stutzla for narrative reasons, but Chikrin deserves deserves some recognition. Yeah, and especially, you know, new team too. So yeah. good, good for him, I guess. It, it's all moot because, as we said in the opening segment, the NHL is just going to pick who they want. They don't particularly care who the best player on every team is. Uh, for the Flyers, I have Sean Couturier. Uh, really solid bounce-back season. Couturier's missed a, an ungodly amount of time over yeah. the last number of years. And I thought he was done, frankly. Like, I was generally shocked to 100%. see he was coming back to play this year after missing pretty much two whole seasons in his early 30s. So, he deserves to go. He's having a really solid season. One of the driving forces of why the Flyers are successful this year. Yeah, I'd say him or Travis Konechny just because, again, a guy who leans into it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Penguins, Crosby. I imagine Malkin, Malkin or Carlson. The mm -hmm. Penguins will get at least one other person on the team other than Crosby, for sure. Definitely. Uh, Sharks, I have Tomas Hurdle because that was the only player I could think of. Uh, maybe Duclair, but like Hurdle has gone. He's been their representative a lot during this window where they've been stinky. So I think he makes the most sense. Yeah, I'm going to be entirely honest with you. I 
don't know if I could name another player. So, well, think about the bad contracts. I mean, Couture isn't playing, but he's still technically oh, a shark. Right. Edward Vlasic is still there. Mm -hmm. um, Mackenzie Blackwood is there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the extent. That, of... it makes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the Kraken, I have Vince Dunn. It could be Oliver Bjorkstrand, but I wanted to pick a defenseman for the purposes of some balance between forwards and D. Yeah, no, I'd say Vince Dunn. I think that he's kind of emerged as the face of the Kraken, which is a choice, but at Him least and he veneers, yeah, for sure. I oh, mean, yeah. He's, he has yeah. consistent... Vince Dunn's... The, the last two seasons, he's been amongst the best... Uh, defenseman in terms of points so definitely mm -hmm. within the conversation uh the blues i have jordan Cairo, could be robert thomas they're pretty interchangeable either of those guys deserve to go yeah send robert thomas again for the kachuk narrative a bunch of yeah friends. exactly exactly uh for the lightning i have kucherov it could be headman could be stamkos could be point could be vasilevsky any of those guys uh they're a team that could probably sneak a second guy on definitely i'd say uh vasilevsky just because they need a goalie. Someone. Yeah. A goalie. Yeah. Uh, Toronto, same kind of deal. I have Matthews, but wouldn't be surprised if Marner or Nylander get on there as well. Marner's gone a number of times. So I think there's a good chance they get, they sneak at least one more person. Yeah. 100%. Uh, Vancouver. I have Quinn Hughes. This is a team that deserves to probably have two or three people. Uh, you can make an argument for Elias Patterson. You can make an argument for Thatcher Demko, Brock Besser as well. So any of those four guys frankly i think quinn hughes will probably be the one that gets announced tonight and then demko goes as one of the goalies and then either Pedersen or besser get in as well yeah i mean i think quinn hughes deserves it um but again the brother narratives. We're, we're pushing narratives here on lockdown oh flames. there's a good chance they bring luke too even if luke doesn't oh, yeah. get voted in they sneak him in there to do something on the saturday night in the skills contest like they did zegers a couple of years ago where mm -hmm. he wasn't an all-star but they had him there on saturday night for narratives yeah entertainment All right, we, we got three to get in in a minute and a half for vegas i have jack eichel it could be any it could be a few different people but i think eichel's most deserving for them 100 percent for Winnipeg, same kind of deal. I have Connor Hallebuck because we need goalies, but you, you could send Nick Ehlers, you could send Mark Shifley, you could you'll probably end up sending Josh Morrissey and Connor Hallebuck. Yeah. Those will probably be the two for them. Yeah, I would say Shifley and really everyone else you said. So yeah. And then last but not least, Washington. I know what the NHL is going to insist Ovechkin goes. He's not going to want to go. Uh Dylan Strome deserves to go. Yeah, I would say Dylan Strome. I, is TJ Oshie still out with an injury? TJ he Oshie's still? only played, like, I want to say 15 games this year. Let's see. I know he he's got played there. 21 games this year. Yeah, he's, no. he's played 21 of Washington's 35 games. I did not realize TJ Oshie was 37 years old. God, he's 37? Yeah, I, that's what hockey reference says. Oh, my God. Crazy. Every day. It really is kind of crazy when you put it in that perspective. But yeah, uh, a lot of teams have at least two people that deserve to go. So that's the one peril of this kind of format we're in now, where only most teams get to send one. So you hope if you're a fan of a certain team that you're one of the lucky ones that gets to send multiple guys. Yes. And uh, that wraps up our rosters for the all-star game and uh coming up next we will wrap up the show we're talking a little bit about the magic of the game but before we do that we are going to take a quick break and 
talk about FanDuel, the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is super easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like same game, live same game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, and make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, and that's the best way to find popular parlays. And again, you can cash out instantly. So that's my favorite part of the app. So visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Thanks everyone for hanging out with us today as we talk all about the All-Star Game. Uh, Make sure you're following us on social media, X, whatever you want to call it, at Jess Belmosto and at Nick Zeraris. This is definitely a bucket list item for, I would say, big hockey fans. This is one of the, this and the draft are the two Mm -hmm. best chances you get. I I know a few people who have gone to the all-star game, who've gone to the draft and had really fun times because like in cities like Vegas, you know, you can't really blend in. Like, you know, like my one friend, I remember he was like, yeah, I was just walking through the casino and I was like, oh yeah, there's Jack Eichel, like stuff like that. Where, Cause they're, they're, they're out there to have fun too. The all-star game for the players. It's a free vacation. It's three days, four days, wherever it is. Like I know they really liked it last year because in Florida, they were just on the beach. If you're coming Mm -hmm. from, you know, one of the seven Canadian markets or anywhere in the North Northern United States, going to the Florida beach in the middle of February, that's really nice. You get, if you, if you're a family person, you bring your wife and kids, you get Mm -hmm. to spend a couple days with your family. It's nice from that perspective. It's hard to get the players invested because this is a contact sport. Nobody is going full tilt in an all-star game where there is bodily contact. It's not going to happen. You're never going to incentivize it enough, no matter how much money you offer or what the perks you offer. You know, I know they do. I think it's what the million dollars they divide 10 ways. They all get that uh, 10, 11 ways. However many people are on the team. That's great. And all none of those guys is risking that for, you know, two game checks, two weeks (laughs) worth of checks. If that, if you're, if you're, if you're an all-star, you're more likely than not making decent money. So yeah, one lump check is nice and all, but they're not going to take any unnecessary risks in a game like this. So with that in mind, you got to ham it up. You got to play it up and you got to do silly things. Do, do distance shots. Do, if you shoot it from outside a certain distance, it's worth two points. Do a money puck that's worth more points during certain periods of time. Do anything you can to make it hokey, to lean into it. Because like, Football has come around where like they're doing flag football now to at least try and make it competitive because they knew nobody was going to tackle anyway. But at least in a flag football environment, you know, no one's wearing helmets. Everybody can talk smack to each other and kind of ham it up a little bit. And that's you got to get guys who get it. And we all complain a lot about how hockey players have no personality, that it's been beaten out of them by the time they get to the NHL. The NHL has a couple of personalities that are, you know, I'm not going to say these are, you know, world-class people that I would want to hang out with, but like (laughs) there are more, it is not the Sidney Crosby, yes, sir, no, ma'am type of conversation. No, I don't have mumps. Well, I have 
tennis balls in my cheeks oh like, this is such an unserious league I, I i still remember that came up in conversation a few weeks ago because we were my friends and i were talking about how cursed the mets are and i brought up how ike davis had yellow valley mouth disease yeah noah syndergaard had hand foot and mouth disease ike davis caught yellow valley fever like you know like 19th century pre-vaccination <laughs> diseases and it came up in conversation. I was like, oh, yeah, that's like when the NHL had the mumps outbreak. And all my friends were like, what do you mean the NHL had a mumps outbreak? I mean, the NHL had a mumps outbreak. Yeah. And it's fun. Send send the personalities. Let them do silly, goofy things uh, with their team content people and the league. And I know Bauer goes as well. So, like, they get some fun content in. With Vegas, I definitely think like they hit the nail on the head with for sure just everything. And I mean, it's in Vegas, like it's not a bad spot to be. And I think it was St. Louis. It must have been uh, when that was the John Ham. No, was that the John Ham? Yeah, one? yeah, I think so. And when the Kachucks were uh, shooting off like the balcony or whatever yeah. and trying to get close, it's like. That you have to make it fun. I'm sorry, but no one is going to just watch like no one no one cares about the game itself. It's about the event and it's about the player access. You know, yeah. it's about the Saturday night and it's about the availabilities where you know the teams make the players available to do stuff, public interaction, that kind of thing. That's good for growing the game. You lean into it. You know, it's in Toronto this year. I'm not sure what you can do, you know, like to play up Toronto, like you know, Florida did the it dunk is. tank. Florida did the dunk tank. Uh, Vegas did the uh, the stuff in the Bellagio fountain. Like, I'm not sure what you could do. Like, maybe there's something you could do with, like, not the Space Needle. What's that called? The CN Tower? Yeah. CN Tower. I don't know what. Yeah. I, I don't know what the angle is there. Like, I'm trying to think. I Maybe. I. I don't know what the angle is. Like, I like Toronto. Toronto's a good city to visit if you've never been. But, like, I'm mm-hmm. not sure, like, what, like, what obvious event type thing you could do outside of your typical you know fastest skater hardest shot accuracy shooting uh the craziest shot trick shot whatever you want to call it so there's an opportunity here man that that is what the all the saturday night is for you have an opportunity to produce a viral moment or two for your league to get your league in front of people who don't normally see it and say Mm -hmm. oh why is that guy wearing the average joe's uniform from dodgeball on hockey skates you know stuff like that where people who aren't hockey fans will stumble across that and be like who's that guy and they will look into who that guy is yep and i was even thinking like niagara falls isn't even necessarily close to toronto niagara falls bucket races niagara niagara falls barrel races (laughs) like i don't know what you would do i just i mean it's cold. It's the winter. It's Toronto. I'm sure that there are plenty of things to do, but how do you incorporate this you and do. slap I, on it? I mean, the silly thing, I there are like two different silly things I was going to suggest because in Toronto, I was going to suggest how like, you know how like Nylander takes the subway to games sometimes? Like who can yeah. navigate the subway the best? Oh my God, just give them that- a ticket and see what that's a good idea for a social segment nhl call me that's a great idea yeah Send somebody who's never been to toronto put them into the metro and tell them to get to the arena great idea yeah do it for a guy that like you can do it in season for someone that gets traded like yeah 
uh, trade deadline acquisition on uh, the T in Boston and have them try the to The T, you're that. screwed. Yeah. The T, no, you're screwed. You're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, because that's not like – the T in Boston is so convoluted. Like, I have a general idea of how it's laid out in my head, but – it does not make sense like the subway map in New York does in my head. Uh, granted, I you know I'm a lot more familiar with one than the other, but the New York one at least in theory makes sense. Like the colors, they they're not associated with anything. Nope, just the green line for Fenway. That yeah. is truly it. Um, yeah, that's quite the adventure. Um, I don't. I really want to know like what they're gonna do to kind of give it that element like that we've seen with Vegas that we've seen with Florida like the make it fun how how are they gonna what are they gonna add uh Drake Justin Bieber Tate McRae and I'm trying to think who's another Toronto celebrity uh those are the three Canadian people that came Tate McRae's from Alberta but Drake and Bieber prop more no, Bieber 100% Drake probably like 70 percent Tate McRae I think did good chance of as well but yeah I just oh boy well we will have to wait and see but that does it for us here on today's episode of Locked on Flames thank you all for hanging out with us and sticking around and uh, I hope you enjoyed the show make sure you're subscribed wherever you're getting your podcast and of course on YouTube as well Nick do you have any uh final words for us today uh, it'll be funny if they get all three Hughes brothers in the all-star game.